welcome to the Undercover Angel Podcast. Thanks for listening. Welcome back to the Undercover Angel Podcast. Starting to get into the good stuff. Starting to get into the juicy stuff. The drugs. And we've covered fear extensively, or I've covered fear extensively, and I've covered trauma extensively, and I'm this big little kid in this big school, and I'm afraid of these kids. I'm afraid they're going to beat me up, and they might really beat me up. And I kind of started a lot of it because I was kind of a little shit, and I'm not getting the greatest direction at home because those at ho- the, the people at home in charge of raising me don't know what to do with me. They're still dealing with their own stuff. They don't realize they're dealing with their own stuff, and now I'm this sensitive, scared, angry child in the midst of this full-on adolescent experience. I'm starting to have sexual feelings, which will really fuck you up. And all of it, yippee-ki-yo, right? Now, I forgot, I've kind of done this section, these podcast episodes a little bit out of order. It's kind of hard to adhere to the order specifically. But there's this section I wanted to put in on chewing gum. And, and the reason I wanted to, the reason I put the chewing gum chapter in there, the chewing gum vignette in there was to illustrate that I was, I was always laughing. So there's all of this fear. There's all of this trauma. There's this schizoid stuff. There's this totally crazy side of me. And there's also this side of me that really gets humor, that really understands humor in a deep way that had been watching Saturday Night Live from the earliest stages that my parents would let me watch it, that also loved music. But this section on chewing gum, I was in choir in high school for four years, and choir was the most amazing class you could ever take. It was the easiest A imaginable, and it was also just the greatest mix of kids. It was just every type of kid you could imagine. There were like jocks and skaters and punks and everybody in choir got along in choir. And there was this teacher, I think he died not that long ago, Dick White Cotton, and we would always re- we would all, re- all refer to him as Dick, and he would turn into such a jerk around, <laughs> such a dick. Dick was a dick when the concerts would come along. We had like four concerts a year or something, and they were a big deal to Dick, let me tell you. But I just, this scene with the chewing gum, I, I, I laughed. I almost pissed my pants from laughing so hard at what was happening that day. And we're getting into weed and LSD here. The early stages of drug use involve lots, a heck of a lot of laughter. If you've never done drugs, very often they do for everyone at the beginning. But we've got this, this, the subject of fear juxtaposed with this happy-go-lucky, all-American boy, sort of skater, but his mom wants him to be a preppy, you know, but, but looks good on the outside. You know, I'm still really small. This is, the chewing gum section was, probably took part in my sophomore year. So we've kind of moved from, from sophomore year, or freshman year to sophomore year, and being sophomore in a high school, you're a lot more confident than when you're a freshman. But there's just what do I do with my insides? What do I do? Like, sometimes it's so funny. Sometimes I can, I can watch, you know, I remember having like this Eddie Murphy tape that I got from this kid 
in like sixth grade that I wasn't supposed to have, you know, like the really dirty Eddie Murphy stuff, like the early stuff, you know, I guess all of it was, but, but just laughing so hard at that. And, and all of, there was the, the, I talk about a while back in the first section about Jeremiah's affliction and about how I could feel what Jeremiah felt and how that was the sort of the good side to the bad. There's just, I'm in so many ways, this feeling being like so much of my experience is feeling right. And then there's the exterior of it and the, the feeling part of me, the, the hilariousness, I could just see the hilariousness of all of it, the ridiculousness of all of it. That was one of the things about being a skater at that time is skaters saw through the nonsense. Skaters saw through the bullshit. Skaters were seeing things in a fundamentally different way from the traditional. The traditional people who, as I say, were embracing, how do I, traditional pathways towards death. I think that's how I refer to it as. And, and so it wasn't all bad. I, it sounds like I say, I believe in this chapter in the chewing gum section that this book has a tendency to highlight the dark, like the disturbing, but there was also, I may have said it in a different vignette. I don't feel like looking it up in this moment, but I also experienced joy and hilarity and laughter. And so many of the kids at Glumbard West were so brilliant, disturbingly funny, hilarious, and a lot of my communications with the kids who I grew up with were, were jokes, were rooted in humor. And anybody, I mean, certain the people who went to Glumbard West are listening to this, you know how brilliant the kids at West were. The kids at Glumbard West were incredibly, in so many ways, incredibly special people, a lot of them. A lot of them have gone on to do truly amazing things. And we still gossip about one another. It's like, it's like nonstop. We're like 50 and still talking, still talking. People still talk trash about one another. That's a whole other thing. Gossip. I'm not going to get into gossip, but there was a lot of beauty. Right? But again, I've got this world inside me. I've got this home to go home to. I've got the outward appearances particularly uh, the, the appearances that like the way I was supposed to appear to the world. And, and there's these drugs. Like all of a sudden these, these kids who I knew, who I skated with, this character George based on this other character, this real person who I skated with, all of a sudden starts talking about acid when I'm a sophomore in high school. Like, what? Acid? What is acid? I knew what acid was because I remember my mother warning me about acid when I was like 10 or something or 9 like because there was like acid being put in Halloween candy or something. But all of a sudden there's like acid is there. And we go to this party when I'm a sophomore that we had like a party ball. Remember those party balls? <laughs> Coors party balls. It's like a mini keg, but it's just like a ball full of beer. And there's people on acid. And I'm curious. Who wouldn't be? I'm naturally curious. Who isn't curious about LSD? But it's sort of like 
like all of a sudden it's an option. All of a sudden it's an option. And all of a sudden my years as a skater and that sort of straight edge mentality is kind of fading into the background as well. Like maybe pot isn't all that bad. And I was drinking a little bit too. I was like drinking a little bit of beer here and there. Like we Friday nights we'd like drink beer and get a little drunk, but I didn't really drink alcoholically. I got drunk to the to the ex, I got drunk to the point of like a high school kid gets drunk, but I didn't go overboard with drinking until much 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 later. It wasn't really my first drug of choice. It was the first mood altering thing I did basically, but I wasn't like this huge alcohol guy. And now, like I said, there's these like Friday night parties kind of happening. And there's joints at the parties being passed around sometimes. Your kids are like sneaking out back, like the burnout kids are like sneaking out back and like smoking a joint. And now there's a couple of kids dropping acid and they're relatively vocal about it. And things are about to change dramatically. Thanks for listening. Talk to you next time. Bye-bye.